Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Day of the Dad, the podcast that brings you chit-chat with special guests on the practicalities, profundities and pratfalls of parenting. I'm here with Keith Stewart. Hello, Keith. Hello, Ed. Uh, Keith, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I am. I am Keith Stewart. I am the video games editor for The Guardian and I am also the author of Boy Made of Blocks, by, uh, published by Little Brown and out now. I thought you could say by Keith Stewart. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just, people know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as I said, I'm Edwards. I'm Keith's editor at Little Brown and uh, we're both dads to autistic sons as well. It's fair to point out. That's yeah. how we came together. Uh, and with us, the voice you just heard was Ellie Gibson. Hello, Ellie. Hello. And with Ellie, we have Helen Thorne. Hello, Helen. Hello to you and you are collectively known as the scummy mummies that's right yeah and by, by, by police forces up and down the country <laughs> that's right by, by random people in the loo actually yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to see the Lion King the other day and I was in a long queue and someone just yelled out scummy mummy yeah like, can you not see that I am dressed in my nice clothes for the theatre and then everyone go ha na 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 bow down to you so it's like, amazing yeah. are you sure they actually knew about the podcast <laughs> are you sure it wasn't just a heckle no it was feeding your child frozen fish fingers <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right I had Haribo stuck in my hair and we were fighting over a slushy. yeah <laughs> Captain Bird's Eye Sashimi nothing wrong with that yeah. absolutely so yes we are the scummy mummies and, indeed and Ellie can you just tell us a little bit about what the scummy mummies is what you are who who are you Sure. Well, we are we're a comedy double act uh, mm. technically. Wah, wah, wah. Um, so yeah, we host uh, a parenting podcast called Scummy Mummies. Uh, is it currently number one on the iTunes channel? Let's say that. Yes. Yes. Um, and we also um, we do live comedy shows around the UK. We do sketches and songs and stand up and filth mainly. <laughs> and we've also written a Scummy Mummies book, which is out in time for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Excellent is that, is that plug. It? That is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we write articles. We do. Presenting, we interviewed Dr. Rand the other day at the baby show. Yeah, both dressed in gold cats. Saw that so, all over Instagram. Oh. <laughs> and how you cannot the, unsee how that. Was he? he was wonderful. He was ever so funny. And I tell you what, off camera, filthy. He's filthy. <laughs> oh, but okay. Carry on, Dr. Ranch. Oh, that's what right. I'm talking about. I want to be locked in a cover with him and his puppet. Let me just tell you, <laughs> speculum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that went fast. Yeah. That, that's slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, really did escalate quickly. 
uh, and that's all we've got time for. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. So let's talk a little about the podcast. And the first thing I really wanted to ask, why did you start the Scummy Mummies podcast? Uh, well, uh, Helen and I met as stand-up comedians on the on the circuit, as it were, and um, yeah, and we just sort of bonded over the fact we were both mums and we lived five minutes away from each other. We both really liked wine, and then <laughs> it turned out that our sons were born eleven days apart with the same midwife. Yes, there's a very lucky lady out there. Yes, yeah. she's seen a lot of us. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so then, and so we became friends and we used to do gigs together and things. And um, and then we, we sort of used to sit around and talk about our kids as mums do. And, you know, I think this whole idea of like mums being competitive is, is sort of a myth, really. That's not really been my experience in terms of, you know, oh, my son's learned to read and he's seven months. That was not really our style. But we used to kind of compete at being rubbish parents. So we'd be like, <laughs> oh, God, you know, oh, I, I forgot to buy any nappies and I had to use an old wet wipe. Oh, well, I, I haven't bought any nappies for three weeks. I mean, not that extreme. But, <laughs> You know, so, and then we just used to make each other laugh. And then sort of the name Scummy Mummies just popped into my head. And I thought, well, look, we can't be the only women out there who feel like this. And you think parenting is like really hard sometimes and quite lonely sometimes, but also really funny. Like the things that happen to you all the time are hilarious. So why don't we record us talking about this and put it on the Internet? Mm. And that happened about three and a half years ago. Yeah. And we were really surprised. And the first time we released it, it went to sort of number one in the kids and family charts on iTunes in the UK and Australia. So we, we were very surprised. And then from that, we the first three episodes were just us banging on, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then we thought we should uh, invite some guests along. And it sort of started off with friends or people we, sort of, we knew that we thought had something interesting to say about parenthood. Because we, we know nothing. We're complete, <laughs> complete idiots. But we, we enjoy making each other laugh. And so, yeah, it just kind of really snowballed. And a couple of months after we started the podcast... Um, we decided to do a live comedy show. And so we sort of took what we were doing with the podcast but put it into a kind of stage show. Um, and that kind of just has developed as well. So what started off with us sort of dicking about doing stand-up now is a an hour and a half extravaganza involving gold catsuits. Uh, yeah, and drive to Tunbridge Wells, things like <laughs> well, that. that yeah, the, exciting, the glamour. Cheltenham, that's Incredible. right. Oh. The big leagues. Yeah, that's right. Do you have a favourite guest over that time? Oh, obviously Keith. I was going to say, we had some novelist on once who was terrible. Um, Yeah, no, Keith, Keith, genuinely though, we we love Keith's podcast because we were doing a video games podcast and like you were a bit nervous, Helen, because you're not into video games and, you know, I was like, it's fine, it's fine, he never shuts up, you're fine. And uh, no, but I think we had a real laugh and and it ends up being one of our favourite episodes. Yes, but I'll accept the fact that I might not have him. Let's just put me aside. Yeah, yes. Embarrassing, yeah. otherwise. Yeah. I really loved meeting Stacey Solomon. I thought she was. Am- I've, I loved her since she was an X Factor. I vote for all the time. I thought she was amazing. She's so honest and so clever and so just a pleasure to talk to. I thought. Mm. Mm. And I, I love Tim Dowling. Yes. As and also he was great on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he was great. So and we and we you know we we try and have a variety of men and women and also comedians authors and parenting experts and sometimes people have just got a really good story and I think you know like with all really good radio shows like Woman's Hour and all that sort of thing it's it's great to find people that you wouldn't normally see in the newspaper or on the TV and that's what's great because we own the podcast and we Mm. can create what we want out of it 
Um, yeah, and we have a lot of fun, and, and it's mainly recorded at Ellie's house because she's the boss mm. and lazy, and I like that. And she supplies a lot of wine and a lot of sliced meats. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a ritual, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, that's why when you listen to it, and when I was on it, you can always hear the glasses being filled. And yeah. Then knocked over. Yeah. And then you get the you get the di- you get the plate of meats at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's your reward. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Meat platters yeah. are us. Um, <laughs> we we quit. And sometimes guests say, "Oh, sorry, do you want to do that again?" Because I've, I've my wine glass. And I would say, "No, no, that is part of the the ambiance." Mm. And because one of the nicest pieces of feedback we get, and we get quite a lot, is that people when people write in and say. Gosh, you know, listening to it feels like I'm sitting in the kitchen with you, sharing a bottle of wine, and like you're my friends. Mm. And we don't have many friends, so <laughs> like, we like that as well. And that is what we're trying to create, really. Shall we move on to the news, Keith? Mm. What's, what's today's news? Well, uh, today's news. Well, this has come up uh, recently. I don't, this isn't a surprising piece of news because it seems to come up every every single year. But a recent study, according to the Guardian newspaper, that uh, profound and respected <laughs> organ of news, a recent study has shown that every, what every teacher and parent knew, most boys read less enthusiastically and thoroughly than girls. Uh, Sue Palmer, in her book, 21st Century Boys, attributes this to brain development. Testosterone accelerates br- right brain growth and makes boys more interested in overview, movement and space for longer. <laughs> Um, the effects have been uh, confirmed in two big studies led by Keith Tobin, Professor of Education and Social Research at the University of Dundee. So, um, so yeah, essentially, it's kind of what I like. I think we've all got boys. We all have boys in this We room. do we all know, have boys. We know that it can be reasonably difficult to enthuse them about reading. And, and the idea here is supposedly that boys are into the big stuff. We don't want to sit down and read a book. We want to plan world wars. Mm. Uh, do, do we think that's true in our experience? I think, I think it's finding books that excite them, that aren't about a family called Biff, Chip and... Kipper. Kipper. Oh, Kipper. God. You know, I, I, think, I think when you, you catch them about their interests, like my son's really interested in volcanoes, so we just read the same book about volcanoes over and over again and anything to do with Star Wars so I think if you can kind of you know tweak into their interests then it's a lot easier yeah easier sell but if you're given this book called cat on mat or whatever then they're not going to um... oh my 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 least favorite biff and kipper one is the one about shops it's just called shops yeah and my 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 youngest son he's not even two yet he's two in december um and so obviously you can't even read or you barely understand nouns but he brings me this book called Shops about four times a day and demands that I read it. And the, high, the highlight of the whole book is the page where it says, Kathy sells ships. She has a ship shop. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to that page as the only way, like a chink of light in an otherwise yeah. very miserable eight minutes. And it's, it's awful. Have you ever tried saying that drunk? That sounds like... Probably. Sort of I'm Ellie. Almost certainly there's been an occasion where I've been made to read that book drunk. So yes, I think we all know what Joe's first word is going to be. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that it actually does say here that their what their handy uh, their handy hint was to tap into their interests. So yeah, so we like obviously we bought um, like Minecraft books for my kids. So that that sort of helped with them. Yeah. I, do you know what I there was a, when I was about eight or nine there was a book I continually got out of the <laughs> got out of the library called Rifles and Submachine Guns. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a really detailed breakdown of like like every modern assault rifle, the machine pistol in the world. And I was like obsessed with this book. <laughs> and I knew the muzzle velocity of every single assault rifle. It was Are you sure you want this going out I, yeah. publicly? <laughs> <laughs> but that catered to my interests at the time. So uh, they yeah. just need more 
stories about us all. Now you do it in video games. So yeah, now we just exactly. need to incorporate um, automatic wef- weapons with children and dogs. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Ship and uh, <laughs> ship and, and rifles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kipper has a shotgun shop. Um, but yeah, when you were saying, yeah, get kids Minecraft books, I thought you were going to say, such as a boy made a block. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm only allowed to plug the book five times. Yeah. I think, yeah. So I don't want to waste all in one go. You're already yeah. on two or three now, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything you wouldn't want your sons to read? Um, books about assault rifles are not top of <laughs> not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, obviously, erotic fiction, again, not not ideal. Um, but no, I think, uh, at the moment for me, so so Charlie's five, and um, like he, does, he has just started kind of reading on his own, but he still really likes being read too. And I was quite worried about that for a long time. He, like, he never wanted to read his book from school. He always wanted, even though I knew he could, he always mm. wanted me to read it or me to read him something else. But then I talked to, like I think we had some expert on the podcast or something, and he said, don't worry about that. It's more important to encourage their love of books at this stage than it is their bloody phonics and whether or not they can you know do all the things so yeah so we read quite a lot of the classic Roald Dahl we do like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Fantastic Mr Fox and yeah there's some pretty dark stuff in those books that I'd sort of forgotten. A big man, <laughs> yeah. big man taking a small girl out of a window. Yeah, and that's kidnapping. weird. It that's is. weird. Yeah. And Matilda's a bit bleak about the parents being just horrible and then she just runs away with a teacher. Yeah. Are the you end. talking about the book or your actual daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guess. <laughs> Weirdly, this is now the second podcast in a row we've said Roald Dahl's a bit sick. Oh, Do you yeah, realise that? Yeah, That's yeah we're going to have to start leaving him alone, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. Uh, my, he is great. My uncle was the head of the National Library of Australia and he banned all noddy books from that library really? because he hated noddy so much. Because of the racism? Probably not if he's Australian. Probably not. <laughs> Just because of the bell. The bell yeah. really irritated him. Absolutely. He had this, hat. Oh, there was this like, the family legend that Uncle Bill banned noddy books from the Australian But why? Life. I don't know. I don't You've know. You've got to get to the bottom of this. We have to get you back on and you have to tell us. That's yeah. right. So there were no noddy books in the Australian library. Wow. True fact. Wow. Not that interesting. But yeah. That's faintly terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> well, moving away from books, we talk a bit about films games things like that so I think Helen you've seen Trolls I have how was that I, I skipped out with joy in my heart it was <laughs> it was one of those great films I'm a big musical fan and it's littered with fantastic songs like both original and it, it features hello you know does it yes and in a really sort of poignant way and also Cindy Lauper's great hit as well so but it's all about Princess Poppy it's centred around she's a central character and I love a film with a strong female feisty lead and she's sunny and positive and she's sort of princess of the of the trolls and their evil kind of um enemy are the big bergen who find the trolls delicious and by eating the trolls apparently that brings them happiness but the whole quest of the <laughs> film is how do you find happiness um it's within you spoiler oh. okay so so that's it but um her, her it's actually of, in a wheel of brie that's currently sitting in my fridge <laughs> <laughs> i know we need to do our own yeah. trolls <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. mummy trolls um film <laughs> uh, but it was great and our kids loved it and we i sat in the cinema with them at the peckham plex 
snacks and they were on the edge of their seats and it was great and we all we all sort of skipped out but I thought yeah it was a positive film it had a strong female lead the animation was amazing it was hilarious there was great sort of slapstick comedy in it as well and it featured Justin Timberlake hubba 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 it was great and <laughs> as he, himself no he he plays Branch who's originally quite grey and dull looking and you don't understand this is a troll as a troll so you're lusting after a troll yeah pretty okay, much okay sure <laughs> yeah, it's, got so Anna, it's, it's got Anna Kendrick in it as well, Anna Kendrick it? and it's got Russell Brand it's got Russell Brand how oh, is it yeah be still you're beating knickers <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> And it's got James Corden, but he's in everything. So, yeah. but yeah, so Anna Kendrick plays Princess Poppy and she just breaks into song and she's trying to brighten up uh, Justin Timberlake with her song. And eventually. He's like, Cry me a river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this beautiful scene. Um, what's the. You can cut this bit out. What's the, the song by Cindy Lauper? True Colours. Oh, oh yeah. no, so, I hate that song. Oh, I like no. that song. So, True Colours made me just weep and weep in the yeah, film. But I'm a big sop, so it was, you know, five stars from me. I just thought it was mm-hmm. amazing. Well, I haven't seen it, but um, A, I, I won't be seeing it. A, I've no faith in your critical faculties. I just, <laughs> I just don't trust you. But B, I saw, I met, um, I saw I was talking to a friend last night, and they went to see it, and the dad had a massive hangover. And apparently it's absolutely the worst film you can ever see. Yeah, it's like hangover. acid. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's, it's technicolour, it's joyous, it's like pop music. It's everything I love. It's yeah. wonderful. We were briefly discussing before we started recording uh, virtual reality, yeah. which is mm. the big thing, thanks partly to the PlayStation well, 4. As long as you've got £350, then yes, it's yeah. the big thing. But it's better than £1,000, which what it, what yeah. it was previously. Mm. Um, and Keith, obviously you're the games expert here. Tell us a tiny well, bit. I'm one of two games experts That's here. true. Ellie, sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> She's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> haven't been on a She's a lady gamer. Or Fine, don't no, worry about it. No, yeah. I've actually even watched. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back that. Can we do that again? <laughs> Keith, can you mansplain to the rest of us? Um, I was just trying to give him something to do. He's <laughs> uh, written a book. Yeah. yeah. You're giving me something to do. He looks even more like Richard Osman than me, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> That's better. Helen. Tell us all about that. No, no, no. Don't, no. Uh, somebody round the table. <laughs> somebody round the table. Quick explanation of what the PlayStation 4 virtual reality does. Well, it takes you into a magic universe in a nutshell. Would you agree, Keith? Oh well, yes. As long as you don't, you're not susceptible to motion sickness. <laughs> and then it's a magical universe of vomiting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. No, it's a, it's a like consumer virtual reality headset with like pretty good definition screen isn't it so it's pretty high it's not quite as high up as oculus rift and vive but it's it's good solid technological setup and for people like me so i do i like playing games you know as you know i'm a gamer but i've never done virtual reality um in my head it's lawnmower man and tron is it how much has it moved on since the early days of virtual reality when people look like fools with things on their heads well there's definitely a bit of that there's a game called Res for example which is actually quite an old game that came out god like 10 15 years yeah, ago yeah 1999 I think and and so that is where you are kind of you are like in like inside a computer and there's like circuits everywhere and bleepy things and things that explode and it's amazing it is i think it's one of the best games for the system it's fantastic but there's other things like the one we play a lot at home is the virtual worlds experience thing where you go 
like you go in a shark cage basically and you go underwater and you see and you're just kind of looking around all the stingray now that sounds really that sounds a bit like finding dory doesn't it <laughs> very tedious admin but yeah admin but because you are you do feel like you're in this world it is it is amazing and mm. I, I think it's brilliant um, so yeah. Yeah, and this so yeah, and it's very easy to set up. So well, unlike the others, Vive and Oculus Rift are quite difficult to set up. You need a really high end PC to set them up. Whereas PlayStation takes you about like five minutes to set it up to your mm. to, to connect it, and it's really quite a comfortable headset as well. And it's really easily adjustable, so you can get it onto your children's heads and <laughs> even the people with the fattest heads in your house. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, PlayStation Worlds is really good. I really like that. So um, you mentioned children's heads. Mm. At what age should kids be able to try virtuality? Would you be willing to give them to your own kids? Well, Sony, the official sort of instruction in the manual for the PlayStation 4 VR, which is the one I've got, um, says age 12 and up. But I talked to someone at Sony about this and they said it's not to do with like, because I was like, because their little eyes can't cope or their little brains will explode. And they said, no, it's because children younger than 12 are more susceptible to not being able to remember that they're not actually in that physical world. So they will try and sort of walk around and brain themselves on the mantelpiece. And obviously nobody wants that, ideally. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I did let my um, five-year-old have a go and at the at the underwater not the shark cage one I thought that'd be too much but the sort of very gentle underwater thing and yeah he loved it he was really into it but I would say it obviously it is a very intense experience even for me I find it very intense and I think like we we made sure we were there and we held his hands the whole time and we talked we kept talking to him to kind of remind him that he was in our world and we didn't even have the headphones on which all sounds massively overprotective I realise now but I think if once you've had a go of it you do I was a bit like this is a very intense thing for a child this young to experience and I don't want him to like get literally sucked into the matrix and, <laughs> uh, and never see his face again so yeah they, my, uh, did you try Job Simulator with Charlie? <coughs> I played it, not with Charlie. Oh, no. right, yeah, my sons just, they were laughing so much. I had to take their headset off them because they were just <laughs> doubled over with laughter. Because <laughs> you like Job Simulator, you get different jobs like motor mechanic and office worker and like burger, burger flipper. And uh, basically, you, you use the two move controllers as your hands, and you can pick up chicks up and throw them around. So, like, it, as the motor mechanic one, a car will drive in, and my sons just throw all their spanners at it. And the, guy, <laughs> the guys, like, appears to ask for stuff to be done, and they're just throwing donuts, and, like, and that's all they do. But they were just absolutely creased up laughing. And just, I think it's that sense of, like, it, it's really immersive, but it's that sense of power, isn't it, and agency in the world. Like, other video games don't give that quite as much. But when you're there, and you can actually see yourself lobbing a spanner in the face of someone who's just driven into your garage, then, yeah, they... they, they it's just um yeah I, but like as uh, ellie said i was standing with them yeah uh, and you know making sure that they knew where they were and where they and they were in the middle of the room at all times and so essentially okay with guidance is what yeah, we're saying. Think, yeah, and yeah. try it yourself so. first but for the best experience like, put it on an old person yeah. like, i gave i gave the headset to my 70 year old dad who is a gamer he likes he likes video games and mm. yeah his his little brain just went <laughs> and uh, yeah he thought he was under the seat but he thought he had to describe to us what he could see as if as if we couldn't see it when we were all sitting there watching the television screen and yeah and then i got a post it note and wrote a rude word on it and stuck it on the helmet and he yeah and it was hilarious <laughs> that, that's the most fun you can have <laughs> yeah that's christmas day yeah, yeah, done. yeah exactly done. right there yeah. get loads of post-it notes when the show has yeah. been drunk get the post-it uh. notes and put your headset on all people ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you think that things have changed for mums and for dads for that matter? Do you think anything's changed for the better, for the worse, or is it exactly the same as when you started? We've seen a few more parenting podcasts come out, um, but things like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter have seen an amazing, um, yeah, whole industry built out of social media. And so uh, parenthood has become extremely public, everything we share and do, um, you know, bloody World Book Day. You know, books. Bloody world book day. Bloody world book day. You hear that all the time. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but all those sort of things it. have become very public. You know, what mm. you dress your kids in in Halloween, what you do on holidays, all that sort of thing. So I think, and there's some great, you know, great supportive networks as well. But if you're, you know, feeling a bit self-conscious about your parenting, sometimes that can have a negative impact as mm. well because it's so public and your your public persona or what you perceive other people are coping with is not really reality. So I think that's that is a good and bad thing. That's not really an answer, but that's that's what's happening. Yeah, I think people do tend to project a certain side of their lives on Facebook, don't they? And, yeah. and it's the same thing with parenthood. Like they project they they'll they'll put a picture up if they've gone to the south of France It'll be the picture. The picture they put up of their family will be this kind of beautiful early evening shot of everyone sitting down eating croissants and jam, yeah. and it being completely idyllic. And what they won't put so many pictures up of is when one of the kids has has pooed uh, on the on the caravan floor, yeah. Yeah. and uh, another one's having a screaming fit. Another one's got like croissants all they you know through their hair. Yeah. Uh, they, they won't you can't show see where the pano chocolat begins and ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hour and a half wait to get on the EasyJet flight when yeah. your husband really needs a coffee and is being an asshole. Yeah. You know, those sort of Everyone things. For example. For example. Yeah. Just throwing just, that one out. Just made that but, one up. Yeah, yeah. people self-edit, don't they? But, but the weird thing is we know that happens, but yet still when you're looking down Facebook and you think, oh, my holiday was actually a bit of a nightmare because my children were just horrible the entire time. But you're just seeing all of these holidays. Even though you kind of know it's edited, you still think... 
Oh, this is, yeah. What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? All, all I can say is you should follow the Scummy Mummies on Instagram. Right, I do. We do sometimes nice. post a nice picture because yeah. parenting isn't all awful. It's not, no. all, you know, tiresome and dreadful. Um, and sometimes there are nice moments, but also like some of the posts we get the most likes for are like, you're really good at it. And like, you, you post a picture of like your toy room with just Lego, just everything. Oh, yes. Absolute <laughs> carnage. Yeah. Just... Hundreds of likes, hundreds of likes. Because people go, oh God, that's what mine yeah. is like. Mm. Well, today on Instagram I posted the toothbrushes with toothpaste on it because my kids have not brushed their teeth for 36 hours and have eaten all the sugar. Oh, God. And I think yeah. they've gone... Today is school photo day and they've gone to school with carpet teeth. Like, you know, <laughs> they've got, like, Halloween Haribo sticking out. No, it upsets me when you don't brush their teeth. I know, you know it I've makes them really it. twitchy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. I don't like This is your, wheat, your tragic yeah, flaw. Yeah, it's Achilles heel. Yeah, when it comes mm. to teeth brushing, I'm not, I'm not scummy. I've got OCD. So. She does oh. matching socks and teeth brushing. Yeah. She gets... There has to be order or civilization <laughs> is a fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see her true colors shining through. You will cry. You will, will not cry, cry at trolls. No, otherwise you have a dark heart. Like in the film, go and see trolls, and that bit will, we'll will melt your face. We'll see. <laughs> now, look. Do we think? Do we think men are beginning to feel the same pressures as as women in in the parenting thing? There's been a lot of competitive. Mum thing. Do we get competitive dads now? Uh, we well, I because I wrote that bit in my book that I now when I do the reading. Plug number three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a boy made of blogs. Um, no, I did that. Put the bit about competitive dads in the park. You know, get, you get those dads who have got like the like the Batman T-shirts and the and the I'm wearing Converse Converse trainers. Pink Converse like, as well. Yeah, but who are who are like desperate to telegraph the fact that they're they're crazy just like their kids and they're running around and they're going all the climbing frames and they're on the swings. And I'm just sit, sitting there just trying to read a newspaper and trying <laughs> to get them to motivate themselves into doing something so I don't have to. Are you playing The Guardian now? Is that where we're going? Yes. Is this yeah, exactly. another Guardian? I mean, yeah, no it's more The Guardian, Guardian weekend section, which is a fantastic uh, colour Tim something. Dowling's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So there is a certain competitiveness about who could, like being more, the, more fun, boyish dad. That yeah. I've, I've definitely seen. It's not the Scandinavian thing. It's not the latte papa, which is one of my favourite things. Oh, have have we heard of, this? Is that one of the moomins? It's French moomins. <laughs> no, there is a phenomenon in uh, in Scandinavia called the latte papa, and this is because the mums tend to be the ones that go back to work, and the dads tend to stay at home more. And oh, uh, brush their beautiful hair. And brush brush their the children's teeth. I bet they get that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's sorted and out. They've got matching socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Effect. You now know this about Ill. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. You just have to say, I haven't brushed my teeth. And yes. watch it oh. invert. I can't. Do you brush your teeth every day? Yeah. Yeah, because you're a civilised human. <laughs> you every day. It's only more than once a day. I can't always. Talk to, talk to, I brush my teeth twice a day. How often do you brush your children's teeth? At least once. <laughs> 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 Makes me unwell. <laughs> gonna call, gonna call the police. So, but, but what bothers me is so in <laughs> Helen's gone. But in Scandinavia, you get these incredibly smooth dads. Here in the UK uh, and in the US, dads are treated a bit like sex crazed children. And and I, I and? have this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so for example, I think we were going to have a little look at some of the uh, advice that men are given when women become pregnant when they're looking to have children. Oh yeah, uh, Ellie, would you mind just reading some of this out? This is so where it's from. This is from the What to Expect 
website. Yes. That reputable tome. Uh, and I think it's American, judging by when they're spelling mom and labour. I don't know if that's uh, relevant. Know your facts. Okay, so this is like d- d- telling you how that labour is going to be a really long time. Here's where you come in. Break out the board games. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, uh, no, I is was in labour. I was in labour for that long in my first I was in labour for about 12 hours. At no point do I remember saying, oh, quick game of Monopoly. <laughs> Talk about that right. Does it, re- does it really say that? Yeah, it really says that. Break out, the board, break out the board games. Wow. It doesn't say which ones. So feed her as many Buckaroo. ice chips as she wants. Who wants fucking ice chips? Yeah. I wanted, like, Haribo... <laughs> Wine, anything. Maybe the ice, ice chips, chips are to put in your prosecco. Trying to my vagina to stop expanding. Oh, I wasn't really thinking gosh. about food. No. But yeah, oh, this is the worst pain I've ever been in my life. Twister. Yeah. <laughs> or I tell you what, I'll just stay on all fours. Human buckaroo. Yeah. Yeah. He's How hanging like the drip off you and like there's the somewhere to put your hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what about the week by week? I mean, women tend to get that you know your baby is the size of a grape, and you'll be feeling you might be feeling sick right now. What kind of advice do men get week by week on the what to expect? Well, it says website. here week weeks one and two preconception for men. Uh, you've made the commitment to bringing a new life into the world. Now comes the fun part, trying to get her pregnant. Oh, Which no. just sounds like some sort of Benny Hill, like you're chasing her around <laughs> the like, There's rrr. a bald man running That's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to get you pregnant. <laughs> I don't like that. The adventures of erection man. Um, yes. Oh, this is good. This is good. You haven't highlighted this, but I think you should have, quite honestly. Week three, wine during pregnancy. She's going to have to play it safe when it comes to alcohol and limit her consumption to a sip or two on very special occasions. That's and apparently like it's your morning. job to police that. Right. Oh, oh. Yeah. it's not you should cut back so you're neither of you drinking. No, it's, it's saying... What you've got to knock the wine glass out of your hussy wife's yeah. hand. You need to become some sort of n- wine Nazi. <laughs> she's got to feel like she's living with an SS officer yeah. who is marking the bottle Who's of Merlot. Part, part horny Benny Hill, I know <laughs> Sex ever come up again, Ellie? And Ellie, tell well, us about sex again. <laughs> there is, there is a, <laughs> there are some useful tips for you here. Week twelve, making love while pregnant. Coming on to her now is like playing with dynamite. So proceed with caution and sensitivity. So do the Benny Coming Hill thing, to. but like while holding a bottle of massage or a scented <laughs> candle. Like. And I love the idea that normally, if you want to have sex with your wife, wife you don't just be proceed sensitive. with wild abandon. Yeah, yeah, just off worry. you go. Just get a load of this. <laughs> And then week 14, uh, it says, hey, guess what? You can't get her pregnant now. She's already pregnant. (laughs) If you're realising that at week 14, I feel like you need to sit down and have a think about your life. It's just amazing. Where did you find this? I mean, it's just... Well, what to expect. It's the what to expect website. So I I recalled reading similar stuff in a book. The other thing that I recall being in a book when, uh, when I was reading things for advice was get your taxes in order. Because oh, you're yeah. not going to have time when there's a baby there. Oh, oh yeah, right. it's the first thing you're thinking. Advice oh. for men: cigars, mm. taxes, and sex. It's just nonsense, isn't it? And I feel, and we um, we got a bit in our book from a single mum called Alison who said all these books should drive her mad because it's all like you know it'll be like week fourteen. Put your feet up and get hubby to cook the dinner, and she'd be like, I haven't got a bloody hubby. I've got mm. a pot noodle and a microwave. <laughs> you know. Well, I think this is the right moment that we force, yes, force the uh, scummy mummies to do our one minute quiz. Oh, we love a quiz. Oh yes. What do you think? Now, how many yeah, quizzes? Because there's two of them. Yeah. Uh, which makes it gonna, slightly difficult. Are we going to alternate? Who? We can alternate answers. 
and we can alternate questions. They can both. They can. They can, they can both, both have answer. a go. Or what? Do you want to do the quiz this time? We might be competitive against each other. You have so to do go. it with, with we can buzz in. urgency, Keith. Okay. No, All right then. No chatting. Okay, I'm not going to chat. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. You yeah. guys are like a married you couple. You can okay. stop writing a novel for one minute. <laughs> stop I writing wish. a boy made of blocks. No, hang on, you've done that one. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. okay, so we've got one minute quiz. You both have to answer these questions uh, as quickly and as honestly as you possibly can. Hang on, I need to mark, don't I? What? I, we, we mark, Oh, yeah, we, we do. We give you scores. I can't write, hang on, no. Why don't I have do the questions? Have you people ever know. seen a quiz? Do you know <laughs> yeah. how it works? No, no, this is... Because <laughs> I get compared a lot to Richard Osmond, so if you need any, <laughs> right. any assistance... So, so right, um, Keith is doing the marking. I can't remember how the marking works. I think it was... I think we marked out of uh, 10 for each answer. We did, didn't and we? And then decide the winner. <laughs> and whether or not you get to keep your children. Yeah. God, it's like just a minute, isn't it? It's like Mornington Crescent. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, Can I on. be Nicholas Parsons? Okay. Uh, off we go. Best thing about being a parent? Um, uh, oh, the children. Uh, <laughs> eating sweets. <laughs> and the worst? Uh, children. <laughs> gastro. Gastro? Getting gastro. Okay. You're trapped at a station with no food for the kids. There are shops open, <laughs> crucially, because last week that backfired. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Eat the husband. <laughs> uh, sing a song. Sure. Uh, will you friend your kids on Facebook? It's not right, is it? No. no. Uh, yes. <laughs> One thing your parents did that you've sworn not to repeat and you have... Uh, indoctrinate my children with the principles of Marxist socialism. <laughs> oh, we've all done that. Yeah. Thank you, comrade. Uh, tell them that we're going to stop the car and let them out. Oh, you've done that. <laughs> oh, we'll come back to that, Keith. No, but I haven't done it. Just threatening. Just uh, the sure, threat. Sure. Are you mum, mummy, or something else? Um, all of the above. It just depends, doesn't it? Uh, I'm mummy and mama, unfortunately. Oh, oh I don't like that. I don't, I don't, yeah. No chatting, Keith. Sorry. Most disgusting parenting moment. Oh, wow. Oh, when my, so uh, her, my son pissed in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. How's he getting on at university? <laughs> ah, he's so tall. Ellie. <laughs> oh, um, just, just, I just remember a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of vomiting, like hair, clothes, pillow, mattress, duvet, carpet, wall, ceiling, and that was just the time you came and visited my mother-in-law with me. Oh, yes. <laughs> the university years. Um, Crocs, yes or no? Sadly, they're practical, so yes. Uh, yes. But I don't buy the kind of I don't buy the label ones. I get the cheap knockoffs. Sure, we're well oh, over we a minute. Point for that. Yeah, come on. And finally, what advice would you give to anyone shortly to become a parent? Don't listen to any advice. Wet wipes and wine. <laughs> Apart Ex- from that, that sounds like a Barry Manilow. Wet wipes and wine. <laughs> Thank you, Clint. Thank right, you very much. Thank you. Okay. Keith, how did they do? What right. are the final scores? I'm gonna have to add them up, aren't I? So oh. I know you said you said if we if we have to do well in order to keep our children. I, I believe that's correct. Yeah. I if don't we know, do Keith, really, Keith really makes well, up the scoring. It's not really me. If we so. do really well, do you give us extra children? Because two's enough as well. <laughs> two is plenty. We are quart. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. How many kids do you have, Ed? I have just the one. Mm-hmm. Just the one. He's six. Oh, lovely. Yes. What's been your scummiest parenting moment? Uh, well, in terms of shortcuts or in terms of disgusting pissing in the mouth <laughs> sort of situation. Like? 
because <laughs> I did actually get pissed on as well. Yeah. I got the on the on the changing table opening the nappy, and there's something going on in there. If you know, what I mean, young boys do, baby, yeah. even baby boys do get that going on. Yeah. yeah, and then they let loose with it, and it hits you straight in the chest. I didn't get it in the mouth though. It was just like oh, I was just bending over, changing the nappy, and I'm like, oh, that's not that's, bad. Because yeah. so I had a girl first. It's very neat down there, but yeah. boys, it's just anywhere. Yeah, just anywhere. and so, can move as well. So yeah, it can yeah. Be quite, like, yeah, like an arc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 kind of like a lawn sprinkler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lawn sprinkler effect. <laughs> when, when Charlie was a few days old, he did piss in his own face, and I'm ashamed <laughs> to say I did laugh. Uh, <laughs> but he wasn't upset. He wasn't no, traumatized. Like, he wouldn't know. No, no. He just uh, oh, lovely shower. Our Zachy um, so vomited in his own eyes like a rainbow yeah it was um, yeah, it was a baby so it was just milk but he was like I, I was because I was feeding him I was holding him like this um, I know it must, that must have been Albie because I was feeding him because that wouldn't go anywhere near a bottle and he just kind of looked up and then just went through his <laughs> yeah. eyes and he, it was really quite terrifying he had these horrible bites <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my what are the scores on the door? So the scores are Helen has a respectable 70, but Ellie has this week's winning 74. Come on! You get to keep your children. Helen, social oh. services away from oh, you downstairs. Not again. <laughs> With toothbrushes and Colgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm matching some. <laughs> on that distressing note. Thank you. Thank you to the scummy mummies. Thank you to Helen. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie. Oh, thank you for having us. It's been great. Thank you. It's been our pleasure. Um, the Scummy Mummies book is out. In time for Mother's Day. A Boy Made of Blocks. This is your final. It's out now. It's an excellent book. It's Thank brilliant. you very it's much. Brilliant. Thank and you. My dad um, describes it as unputdownable and he hates most things. So wow. genuinely. On yeah. the cover. Unputdownable, Ellie Gibson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Scummy Mummies, thank you very much. Join us next time for another Day of the Dad. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.